Undiscovered Planet podcast, hosted by Damo Sims and Nick Stapani. Hello, everybody. He loves that. Come on. And we should love that song. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I could listen to that all night, Damo. I could, mate. I honestly could. The gonk. The gonk. The I gonk. do love a little gonk. I do love a little gonk. Yeah. Not going to lie to you. I know you love a yes, gonk. Yes, I do. Gonks are us. <laughs> uh, everybody, uh, I am uh, Damo Sims, as you know. So uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody. Yes, thank you. And, uh, thank, al- you. thank you. And along <laughs> with me, we have the fantastic Nick Stepani. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to our of our little tiny podcast, it's Undiscovered Planet. Thank you. And this is the place, Nick, where we question the, the possible and the impossible, the normal and the paranormal, the fiction and the facts where they blur with each other. And uh, we like to keep an open mind, don't we? Because it's better than a closed one. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Get we an open mind. Listen, uh, this is a quote from Damo, okay? Mm-hmm. An open mind... Is better than a closed one. And that's it's that true. simple. Yeah, and that's true, mate. That, that's that's how I live my life. Also, can we just say as well, uh, people who listen to the show will already know this, um, that, that we're not saying that everything we say is real, you know, uh, as in like you have to believe us, do your own research, look into things. Um, but, it's you know, we, we are just saying our viewpoints or perhaps we're just kind of fluffing around other people's viewpoints. That's what we're doing, aren't we, mate? This is exactly what we're doing. There's no right or wrong answer. It's... You know, what a boring world it will be if everybody believed in the same thing, Damo. Yeah. You know what I mean? It re- yeah, yeah, thank goodness. Can we also just, just give a shout-out to, to our friend Emma and tell her uh, we, we she's doing great. Can't wait to see her again soon. She's up to win. She's looking after herself this week, so we, we just wanted to say Absolutely. hi to Emma. Thank you for everything you do for us. You're amazing, Emma, and we love you a long time. Love your long time. Oh, yes. Hello. <laughs> oh, mate, what, what have we got on today's show, Damo? What oh, have we got on today's God, show? We've got some, we've got some really uh, great things on today. We thought we'd go out again on a limb. Um, so we have got, um, later on in the show, by the way, we're going to go to weird, weird World News rather than the beginning. I just want to put that out there. But we have got a fantastic monster hunt coming up. We've got a wonderful... Uh, paranormal story as well and uh, we're also I, I believe i hope that we've got stepani supernatural quiz is that loaded locked and loaded oh, oh! of course we've got stepani's thank you josh it's not now hi josh just because he said stepani supernatural quiz you stupid stupid boy sorry ladies and gentlemen i do apologize but he's on i've got to give it to him he's on it you mentioned Stepani's Supernatural Quiz, and he plays the music. He just heard wow. the noise, and that was it. He triggered him, did it? Yeah, he triggered him, mate. He triggered <laughs> him. Thank you. Yes, Wonderful. we do. Now, this week, though, Damo, there's yep. no multiple choice. Oh! You need to be spot on now. Well. And I've got a big, big, uh, well, I've got a couple of shout-outs to do at the end of the show, uh, as uh, we did last week. And But I'm going to just say it now. Wayne has sent me an audio. And that audio is going to be the correct answer audio. Okay. 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 This week only. Uh, this week All right? only. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I tell you what, if anybody else wants to send us a voicemail or, you know, whatever, you know, 
get in touch with us, you know, because you can you can send voice notes on Instagram, Facebook, whatever whatever the platform you've got. If you've got the opportunity to send us a voice note, do, and we will uh, obviously possibly edit it. And, All right, yeah, and yeah. get it into the system. That, yeah, that sounds That's brilliant. Good. Yeah, 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 really cool. We have got um, we have got one of your um, uh, special reports as well coming up later on. Oh my goodness me! Do you know what? I'm so excited about this because this lady claims that she saw. And but no, forgive me for laughing, but she saw a ginger alien. My favorite. Kind. Now there's two parts. There is two parts to this interview demo. We'll we'll do the first one today. And we'll do, obviously, the second one next week. Now, the second one is slightly different, but we're going to focus on uh, experiencing a ginger alien. Next week, we're going to talk about time slips. And she claims that she had uh, a moment of her time, her life, paused. And what happened was quite remarkable. So we'll, we'll go into that next week. But today, we're talking ginger aliens. I can't wait. Oh. I, they are my favourite oh. alien ginger ones. You did say that. You did say that. Yeah. Every time. You if, did I, say that. If, if ever I had to see an alien, it'd have to be ginger because I wouldn't be scared. I'd be more like, wow, mate, look at your hair. I have a ginger beard. Oh, nice. So I can say that, you see. I get away with that. I got away you, with that. You've not, you've not ginger beard, have you? I'm, tr I'm trying to grow one, yeah. It used to it used to be a, a mousy one, but I want it ginger, so I'm just urging me DNA to change. It's, it's, it's working. It's working. That's not a problem. Someone okay, shouted ginger at me the other day. Ginge at me the other day, so it must be working, mate. Wow, okay. Well, listen, welcome to the uh, Undiscovered Pla <laughs> Pla Planet podcast with Ginge and me, Nick. Ginger. Ginger. It's not... <laughs> Ginger. Right. Do you know what? Do you know what? I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually going to double back on what I said, because we're going to go to weird, 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 God, weird world news. Okay, mate. Oh. Here we go. Here is the news. Two alleged non-human alien corpses, each belonging to a single skeleton and were not assembled, American doctors have claimed. The, doctor, the doctors have carried out a series of laboratory studies on the remains after academics, scientists and archaeologists argued over whether they were a hoax or not. Psychiatrists... Physicists, sorry, the psychiatrist. I need one of them. Physicists and presenter Professor Brian Cox was among the critics, which he always is, claiming that they were way too humanoid to be genuine. The mummies species were identified in the glass case as part of an official unveiling at Mexico's Congress last week in a hearing that that stirred excitement among ufologists. Politicians were told the remains were found in the city of Cusco in Peru and were estimated to be a thousand years old. Now, mate, I don't know if you've seen this video that's going around. This is on Sky and everything this is. These two wow. little aliens. Have you seen them? I've just... Well, I have, Damo, yeah. And they do... There was something that I read yesterday and... Can you just point me in the direction of what somebody claimed that these... Were. Well, some somebody's come forward claiming that they've 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 found these, they've got possession of these, and that they are yeah. they claim two deceased aliens, mummified aliens. Um, yeah. I know that yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. this this has gone to Mexican Congress. This isn't just like somebody popped up and then they just went, look, they are fake. Get rid of them. Also, whether it's mm. real or not, I know that a few um, 
X-rays have come out that apparently were too clear. No, sorry. Yes, that was it. Yeah. An X-ray. They did an X-ray of it. Yeah, that's and, what I read. And they look briefly. like a bone structure inside. Again, we, you know, we're, I can't verify that they are real or not. But certainly, mm. it's either, wow, they're allowing us to see these things now, or is it just something else, one of them other wedges pushing in to say, look, we told you that the UFO was real, but they aren't called UFOs anymore, the UAPs. And also... He's an alien. That's a real one, a little one. Get used to that, guys. And then we'll see if he can take on the greys and everything. It's a bit strange that he's, he's allowed mm. to come out and mainstream news aren't saying, oh, this is all rubbish. They're saying that officials are claiming that it must be a hoax. So what's next going on here, mate? Do, do you, first of all, do you think these little guys are real or not? It could be girls, by the way. But these little I, I, I would like to... I hope they are real. I do. I really do. Because it... What a what a breakthrough if these are real. But I think you will always get people saying it's it's a load of toffee card. It, it, it's fake. It's it's this. But having said that, you know, Professor Brian Cox. I mean, he he doesn't believe in in ghosts. He doesn't. You know, he, he comes on. He comes at different things with his scientific mind, doesn't he? Let's be honest. He, let's, be, let's yeah. be frank here. He is Captain Poo Poo, because it seems that mm. most things that come out, he goes with, like you just said, his scientific mind. But remember, that mind was, he learned that, or he got programmed to say them things. Yeah, by, this by is what I'm saying. He's very, 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 very biased. Yeah, very he, he biased. just go, well, the science says, you know, and he'll be educated. <laughs> Although yeah, no, educated, he is. isn't he? Yes, and he used to be part of Dream as well, didn't he? The, the techno band. Mm. Um, I tell you, strange about these little these little fellas. First of all, if they are real, I'd be happy because if that's what we're up against out there, I'm not scared of tiny little things like that. We'd be all right, wouldn't we? We'd be like giants to them. Yeah, I don't know though, Damo. I don't know. The smaller the you know shrink them every time. Yeah, but true. I'm telling you, you know, you know, like you know, when you're out and about and you see a fight. <laughs> Not that I see fights all the time, guys, but I have done in the past. <laughs> yeah, and you and you've seen a little scrawny little guy, and often he's he's he's, he's, he's a menace. Yeah, no, he's the worst. Big difference, mate. They are humans that are going to be at least a few foot tall on that lot. These things are about twelve inches tall. Unless... It doesn't matter. They're still, you know, what, 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 what power? What powers have they got, Damon? I don't know. What powers have they got? That's very true. It could, they could have the power of uh, I don't know. They, they get wet and they grow forty foot tall. Jeff Capes. I don't know. I don't, yeah, Jeff Capes. It could be Jeff Capes. <laughs> Eddie Hall is the kind of modern version of Jeff Capes. In case we've got some young people listening to it. Um, the other thing that's very strange, and we will put the link in the show notes to this. If you watch, look at the video and look at the pictures, if have you got the, the, the video up yourself? Now, can you look at the, the alien as it's lying down? Because if you ask me, right. the head of that, the head, the shape of it, the neck and everything, mate, that's Steven Spielberg's E.T., that head is. Does look like E.T., yeah. So Yeah, absolutely. Did, did Stephen know something? Because he probably does about what's going on out does there. Does look like E.T. Wow, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they reckon that, you know, with uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, another one of his films, that he um, he had inside knowledge of, of aliens and that lot. And mm. he, he was allowed, he was privy to, to see these things. So, you never know, perhaps someone said right. to him, uh, you're doing a film about E.T.? Yeah, he, he could be part of the programming. He could be part of the programming. You never know. I love DT. We, we, we're talking, you know, facts and fiction merged into one here, aren't mm, we? Let's yeah. be honest. 
But it's very, very really strange are. little character that is there. And uh, I, I was, um, I'm just quite flabbergasted. Again, it's come out in the press and not too much, you know, there's no who are, it's not your front page everywhere. And I was getting mental over it. It's like they just snuck it into one of the, the middle pages and gone, there you go, some aliens. There you go. Like, like, like felt it with everything else you talk yeah, about. But what, if, it, if that's the case, Damo, surely, you know, you might get somebody who's working at a news, news station that, is fascinated with aliens and, and things like that. And then this lands on the, the desk. Yeah. Surely they must be prepped before putting anything out. Surely. They, they are prepped. But remember, you, you could be the most um, eager reporter out there. You could, you could land with a story and go, man, this, this is like world news that's, that's never been delivered before. Let's go for it. You've got to get it through your editor. It's not just you mm. can enter something. So if their editor has been primed, is controlled. No, what, this is what I mean. Exactly. Then they go, yeah, that's right. look, a great story here. Someone, someone obviously went to an editor of the paper and said, you know, we've got this. Two aliens were found in Mexico. Mm. And they're looking at him now. The editor's gone, okay. Because he knows, he's been told, don't shove it, for, you know, let it come out quietly. Don't do any big, uh, you know, trumpet blowing and everything. So he's gone, yeah, we'll take it in yeah. page seven. It's fine. And that person's got no control then because the editor has been told where he needs to stick it, literally. And I think that's what happens. I think that the media is controlled quite well and we, we, we put mm. information put in, the, in the places that they want it to go. I mean, right. For example, Professor Brian Cox says the alien corpses were way too human. What is he expecting then? <laughs> I, you know, it, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Personally, mate, I think if aliens exist, I think they look just like us. Well, yeah. There's more chance of that, isn't there? It's real. Yeah, but there is more. I mean, if you listen to, to Natalie's interview later on, and um, yeah, we, we shall we shall see. But ginger. Perhaps all ginger people are just aliens. Exactly. We'll get onto that in a bit. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. We never know. We never. I love red-haired people, by the way. I love red-haired people. Um, so do I. Love the gingers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I love a ginger. Right. So uh, I think we need to move on a little bit then. Shall we uh, Shall we go on a fancy monster hunt? Yes, please, Damo. I'd love that. Well, let's go on our monster hunt. Thank you for coming with us, Nick. On our Always a pleasure. Hunt. Always a pleasure. Do you hold my hand, please, Damon? I have got hold of you. Not that tight, mate. Ooh. Not that tight. That, that's not my hand. Right, okay. Oh, steady on. Ladies and gentlemen, this week on our monster hunt, we go looking for the Megalodon. Right, so what is, what is the Megalodon? Right, well, if you don't know what you should buy now, Megalodon was um, a prehistoric uh, shark that they claimed was, could get grow up to about 50 foot in length, um, over 100 ton in weight. Uh, was it 100 ton? That can't be right. That's massive. 100 ton in weight. It ate, you ready for this? It ate great white sharks, because they were still around, and it, it killed and ate whales. This thing did, it was that big. Now, now they dominated the oceans for 13 millennia before dying out 2.6 million years ago. 
So yes, megalodons are real, uh, as in they did exist. We have found uh, part skeletons, teeth and things like that. Um, now these have been found all over the world, not just in one particular area. So they, they literally roamed all over the place. Um, but something strange has been happening. People have claimed to have sighted megalodons in modern day. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Now, mm. Um, I know, there's a great film out there as well. If you like over-the-top action, Megalodon uh, 1 and Megalodon 2, which, I don't know, that was a bit too far Megalodon 2 was. But good films, great effects, uh, if you want a bit of fun. But there have been sightings, uh, so we've got a few years. So in New South Wales, fishermen in 1918 claimed that their nets had been stolen by a huge shark. Um, reports in 1933 insisted a mysterious sea beast with enormous brown tail was spotted off the coast of the French Polynesia. And in 19, uh, right. sorry, in, in 2018, several unexplained videos, which if you go out there, type in Megalodon, all you get is YouTube, 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 just loads of videos on people claiming they filmed um, Megalodon. One of them that I found rather interesting um, is one in the Mariana Trench, which is like the deepest point that we've ever gone to humans. Um, so this is like, I think, um, James Cameron, he went down into the Mariana Trench when he was he was looking into doing Avatar 2. Um, so the Mariana Trench is like ridiculously deep down in the sea. And that's obviously, if, if there's going to be large creatures, they could survive down there quite easily. Um, just, just for these fans out there, that's also where Godzilla's meant to come from, was the Mariana Trench, just sort of throw that out there. But this, this video, if you will, carry it, is very strange. It's definitely real. Um, and it shows what looks like one of those diving cages that people get into when they go to swim with sharks. And I don't know if you've seen this yet, Nick, but this video actually has what looks like a large fish that swims by and its, it's fin is sticking out. Now, they've done some measurements yeah. on this thing and they claim that if this is what they think it is, the size of the cage, that this shark that swims past must be a 40, 45, maybe 50 foot long shark that swims past, which would be Gosh. a megalodon. Which is a large shark. What is a large shark? Well, it's it's it's, it's obviously a big shark, isn't it? Well, there's, um, there's a big... They've uh, 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 named it a megalodon. A megalodon, Come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's still a shark, isn't it? Yeah, but the, the big difference, mate, is... is, is it, is it not a shark? It is a shark. Yes or no? It, it is a shark. Well, then, so it, it's a big, giant shark. Come on. It is a shark, <laughs> yeah. But, but nowadays, sharks just don't grow that big. We only have now great white sharks, which are the biggest shark. How do we know? Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a cotton-picking moment. Mm -hmm. How do we know that sharks do not grow that big? Have we explored the entire ocean? No, we haven't. Right. Now, there's another big difference. Right. is how they look. So megalodons have a much bigger dorsal fin uh, on the back that stick off, so it's a completely different shape. They have a shorter nose right. than a great white shark. They almost look black in colour, where the great white has a white underbelly. Um, and I believe the reason they have them two colours is so that when the prey is underneath them, if they swim over the top, they look like the white, looks like the... the the sky and then and then wow. the dark on tops so are looking down you don't see them so that's why they have the two different colors to help them hunt but we're talking great white sharks which like Amazing. you know there was one filmed uh, in 2021 
in uh, on the 27th of May, and that was a, a gargantuan 17 foot shark that was circling around the boat. That's actually a, is a video out there you can watch. That's a 17 foot great white shark, so that's huge for a shark. So we, what's that in meters? Because it it says here that that they can actually grow between 15 and 18 meters in length. That's, that's, which is three times longer than the largest recorded great white shark. Yeah, so a metre is 3.3 foot, isn't it? So if it's 10 uh, metres, then it's 30 foot, or a bit more than that. Wow. About 33 foot, isn't it? We'll so, just call it a bloody giant shark. So, well, no, but, but it's a different creature. As in ah. that it's, it's a different species completely. It's a shark, but it's it's a different... Um, yeah, it's a different breed. It's a different breed, like mm. you breed them. Um, no, it's, it's like... Wow. So it's like having an eagle and having a sparrow, isn't it? They're the same kind of thing, well, but they're a different yeah, animal. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, okay. Agreed. So what, what do you yeah, think people agreed. have seen? First of all, I'm terrified. Got to get this out there. I am petrified yeah. of deep water and it doesn't matter if it's in the sea or whether it's a lake i just don't like being i'm a great swimmer a really good swimmer just don't like being if i'm in water and i don't know what's below me if i can't touch the bottom that's it my bum goes funny that's it <laughs> i don't like it mate i don't like okay. it i start freaking out it's well, a it, genuine fear did, 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 but why what why have you got that fear do you think is it from a childhood um i, I know i my favorite film still to this day was jaws I'm besotted with, I, was, oh. I constantly watch films all the time and I love sharks. Um, I had a strange experience, which might affect me now. Um, that's something that happened in yeah. Wales. I don't know if you wanted to hear what happened. Okay, yeah. Yeah? Well, let's, let's, I'll, yeah, let's, well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you, I'll give you the short story, but you tell me how you'd respond to this. Okay, here's the short story. Me, okay. my twin brother, we were about 16 at the time. And... Uh, we got a couple of friends with us. We're in Wales on holiday. It was blistering hot. And we got these large blow-up lobster beds that you do in the shape of a lobster, you know, and you lay on them, right? Now, this is yeah. testosterone's firing off completely. Like, everyone's like, you know, everyone's the man. Everyone wants to be the man in the group. Now, I was trying to mm. outdo everybody else. So I'd do things that were a bit crazy. You wouldn't believe this of me now, but I would do some crazy stuff. So people would be like, oh, my God, he's mental. He's crazy. He does really crazy things. So even though I was scared, I would do crazy stuff. And Because um, yeah. the old saying goes with that as well, that, you know, somebody who's brave is just somebody who is the only person that knows they are scared. So that's, that's the, the difference in some people who are brave is you just don't show it. You're terrified, but you don't okay. show it. And I was. Yeah. Okay. But I'm with my mates, I'm with my brother. We were in, um, we might have even, let's just say, I know we're 16, but I'm going to be honest, we might have even had a sip of taboo or something. You know what I mean? Uh, we mm. were on the beach, we're in Wales, so you know. Um, so we, we, we basically started running down towards the, the ocean. Everyone's shouting, let's see who can go the furthest. And I'm thinking, don't chicken out. So I'm going, yeah, let's see who can go furthest. So we all dives onto our bellies on these uh, lobsters that we've got. And we're pedaling like mad. And we're getting further out and further out. And I was getting further out, further out, further out. And everything's getting quieter and quieter and quieter. And all I can hear all of a sudden now is the lapping of the water around this lobster. I'm on. All I can hear, nothing else. There's, yeah. there's water. So trying to keep myself calm. Because by now I'm thinking, shit, how far have I come out? Mm. So I turned myself around, you flipping my arms, out. and yeah. I turned around. And as I looked back, I had gone quite far out. And I can remember looking back, and I could see everybody. They were all by now were back on oh. on the shore. They were all back on the, the shore. But there was other people who were on the beach. Now stood with them, who were all pointing towards me, 
And I can hear voices shouting, but I couldn't hear what they were saying. Then the wind changed. And no. as the wind changed and the voices came towards me, I heard people screaming, shark, shark. And I'm thinking, are they no. trying to scare me? Yeah, are they trying to scare me? So I looked over my shoulder. I'll never forget this, mate. And as I looked over my shoulder, yeah. a black fen about 10 foot behind me just came up and then down, like like going from left to right oh, kind of thing. Damo. Mate, really? Yeah, me arse fell out. Me arse fell out. And I paddled like mad. All I kept thinking was just Bloody get to the shore, hell. get to the shore. And I got to the shore. And as I got out, and obviously I'm like exhausted and I'm panicking and my heart's pounding. And I just got back to my brother and that lot, hugging him. I looked out towards the sea and he heard a bloke behind us say, it's right, it's a porpoise. And that was it. It was like a dolphin, a porpoise just swam past me. But at oh. the time... You didn't know? No. And they're screaming shark. They've all got out the Blimey. water. And it's not like as though sharks don't ever come near the you know, the British shoreland. They do, I think. It was only... No, that's not, right. Of course they do, yeah. Cornwall, yeah. a few years back, there was a great white shark spotted off uh, Cornwall. So if the water's mm. warm enough and it was warm, it will happen. So... Yeah, I think I'd always oh. had this fear before that, but that definitely well, that's impacted. A, that's yeah. Well, that is understandable if you had that experience. I mean, I I was on a a, a rubber dinghy and I floated out <laughs> quite far. Well, I'm presuming it was quite far. As a child, it seemed miles away, but it wasn't miles away, obviously. But it was still far enough for me to get a little bit panicky. But I came back in. But what I'm saying to you is that didn't impact me with with a fear growing up of deep water unlike your situation yeah but perhaps it would mate if you'd have had something else added to that so it's i don't and know this is what i'm saying this is what i'm yeah. saying you had what what you thought at the time was a shark yeah and wh whatever you know thoughts were going through your mind at the time must have added to the the panic it, it, just, it was horrid. The only oh. thing I'd describe it to yeah, is I no, generally thought, I'm going to get out. I'm going to get out eating alive. And it's going to be oh, on a red hot don't. day. What an idiot. Why did Everything's going through my head. Why did I come out this far? Oh, you are the man. You're the man yeah. who's going to get out. And now, you know, that kind of thing was going through my head. So, yeah. Bless God, you. it's like a therapy session. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> I um, I thought I was going to get eaten by, a, a, well, ultimately a porpoise now. Uh, but, yeah, I thought it was a shark. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it yeah. was absolutely... Oh terrifying but yeah so terrifying um, times yeah I, I, I believe that, that um, there's massive sharks out there and I also believe mm. um, that, that I don't think that, that we've probably found like you said I don't think we've probably found the, the biggest great white yet I mean they are very elusive animals it's not like they, they can't be kept in captivity are they which you probably know um, if a great mm. white is ever yeah. caught they commit suicide did you know that? The, really? I didn't know yeah. that and do you know how they commit suicide? How do they do that? Stop swimming. They just, really? just stop swimming. They've tried to do it. If you capture a great white and you've got it in a massive... Think about it. And of all the money in the world and all these places where people could have, like, the first great white in captivity, you come and see it. You can't because once yeah. they get trapped and they know they're trapped, they stop swimming. And when they stop swimming, the oxygen stops going through the body, the water stops going through the gills, and they suffocate. So they oh. literally well, suffocate hope, themselves. Let's hope... Let's hope nobody ever captures it. No, don't. A, a too much of a magnificent animal. In... Yeah. Yeah. No, this is it. Yeah, we should leave wow. all animals alone, oh, well, to be honest with you, mate. I, I really think we should leave all animals alone. Yeah, we, we do. Absolutely. Totally agree. Totally agree. Well, I enjoyed that one, Damien. Thank yeah. you for that. Megalodon. I did. Because <laughs> I'm passionate about it. Where should we go now, my yeah, friend? Yeah, I know. Where should we go now? Uh, 
I think we should go to a a little late. Well, I want to say she's little. She's she's Natalie. Okay. And she, she claims to have seen a ginger alien. Now, I had the opportunity to speak to Natalie, and wow, I mean. I was speaking to Natalie for over half an hour, so I don't know what length this interview is. Probably, I think this one's not. I, I think last week we said John's interview was nine, but it's not. It was four minutes. I, I think, think this, one, this, this one, one's just over 11 minutes, this one is, mate. Oh, my goodness. Well, I don't know which one's nine, then. <laughs> Josh, which one's nine? No? no? Okay, mate, cheers. Right, okay, well, listen, settle back. Ladies, roll down your tights. Guys, kick off your stinking socks and just get comfy and cosy. And listen... And all we got to say is, please, just keep an open mind. Keep an open mind. This is Natalie Osborne Thomason. Natalie, tell me about your experiences with what you claim a ginger alien. Well, I'll kind of put it into context a little bit. Mm. Um, because of a, a UFO sighting I had when I was about 13, I was with my mum. We were coming back from... Someone in Cambridge, I think it's called Bourne, and we pulled, we got some fish and chips and we pulled over, it was in the evening, and we were just eating the fish and chips, and across a field, about two fields away, the, the sky all suddenly lit up, and then there was this spinning disc and with all lights on it, and we were both looking at it, sort of like dumbfounded, because there was no buildings nearby, there was no military base or anything like that, as far as I'm aware, I've looked into it before, and we saw this thing, and it was going up and down and up and down, and... Um, I said to mum, we've got to get out of here. I had a bad feeling about it. So we drove off, drove some miles, parked up again and finished our fish and chips. So that's the first thing. But I also, that got me into a bit more into the paranormal and stuff like that. So that's why I decided to become like a paranormal investigator and start writing about ghosts and aliens and UFOs and anything, cryptozoology, anything strange. So... Fast forward, no, go back actually, fast forward from the UFO thing, but go back to 2013. And myself and my daughter went to the Cine World in Northampton to see Under the Skin. Right. Now, it's a film about an alien that goes around Scotland abducting men so that she can eat them. Or from what I remember about, about it, it was okay. quite a good film, actually. <laughs> okay. So, we, my, myself and my daughter my youngest, Becky, we sat in the cinema about in the, in the second set of rows of seats and we, we happened to be sitting behind these two guys who sat two, two rows in front and the cinema was largely empty. I think there was only probably about a dozen people in there altogether. It was in the daytime, it was afternoon. I was just saying to her, I'm really looking forward to this film. I've heard it's really good and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, one of the guys turned around, the two guys that sat in front of us and in, in a... Scottish accent said, shut the F up. Ooh, okay, gosh. really aggressively, really aggressively. Right. And I said, because I'm quite feisty, I said, you effing shut the <laughs> what's it up. <laughs> okay. um, I was so annoyed. And I said, you be quiet. I said, you're making more noise than me. Anyway, Becky was going, oh, mum. So me and Becky got up and we moved a few seats back just because yeah. Becky felt really uncomfortable. Anyway, just as we'd done that, a man from right at the back, he was sat right on the back row, walked down to these two men, these are two aggressive men, whispered something in their ear. We couldn't hear it. Bearing in mind, we were only two rows back, so it must have been really quiet. Mm. All of a sudden, they both got up and left. 
And I thought they'd gone up to go to the toilet because they were so keen on watching the film. They didn't even want us talking before the film was even bloody on. He seemed a bit odd. He seemed dressed in odd clothes, but I didn't take too much notice. I was just glad the guys had gone, but I thought they'd be back, but they never did come back. For the rest of the film, they never came back. Anyway, when the film was over, um, I usually wait for everyone else to walk out before I walk out because... I'm a bit unsteady on my feet, and if people start, there's no rail when you go down the stairs. If people start pushing, I, I might fall over, mm, so yeah. I, I usually wait a few minutes. Okay. As there was hardly anyone in there, I waited, and then me and Becky got up. As we were walking out of the double doors to get out of the, the, the um, screen room, the theatre, I happened to look behind me, and there was the man who had spoken to the two Scottish men, and he, he was so odd. I'll describe him. He was I would say about six one, six two, greeny grey skin, translucent you could see through. Greeny grey skin. It, yeah. Nice. Very kind of like translucent, almost like you could see through his skin. His coat he was wearing like a grocer's you know like in open all hours with Ronnie Barker, he had that cotton kind of jacket, well, um, brownie yeah, yeah. coloured yeah. um sort of mustardy, as far as I can remember, mustardy coloured corduroy trousers, okay. brown shoes, and a, a wig that was looked dirty and matted and dusty, like it had been in a museum or something for about 200 years. Okay. And the wig was a bit askew. It wasn't, how I knew it was a wig as well, because it wasn't, it was so matted with dust, but it, it, it wasn't on straight. It was a bit slanted. And he looked, I looked at him and he looked at me and I knew, I'll tell you, I swear to, to to God, yeah. I knew he wasn't human. It, really? This, yeah. And wow. Becky saw him as well, and Becky was thinking, WTF moment. Oh, no, oh, no. Okay. Anyway, we started walking, and I was almost in shock, because I thought, this, who is this thing? Who is it? What? But it was our friend, because it protected us from these two men. I mean, it was friendly, presumably. <laughs> Anyway, this is, it gets even weirder. Right. We decided, we decided, we, we wanted to, it's not weird going to McDonald's after you've been to cinema, but we decided, why don't we um, get, get in the car, because the car was parked just outside, and we'll drive to Mackey's, have something to eat, and then we'll go home. So we walked out of the cinema, got in the car, didn't think about the money. I tried to sort of like think, this is just weird. Got in the car, drove to McDonald's, and when we go through the drive-thru, you can actually see from the drive-thru, you can see the cinema and the car park. And as we were driving through, I saw the man standing on the edge of the car park, staring at us, just staring at us. He'd walked across from the cinema, and he must have followed us because our car was parked sort of on the edge of the car park, which is next to the McDonald's. And then he kind of turned around, sort of turned around like the little girls on The Shining do, like arching round, kind of like. And then he walked up and I said to Becky, what the hell was that? That's creeped me out. What the hell was that? She goes, I don't know. I don't know. That's so weird. I said, yeah, but he was friendly. He helped us. He wasn't like, you know, he, he protected us from those guys. And I said to her, we had a laugh. I said, if you're, if you're an alien, what, what are you going to watch on, you know, if you're going to go to the cinema, what are you going to watch on a film about aliens? jokingly but yeah. jo all jokes aside and I think that they've been here amongst us and some of them don't blend in very well because some of them do look like aliens so they have to dress up they've got a wig on glasses stuff like that just so that they 
people tell me, but surely well. if they're if they're going to the to, to the extreme of, of of putting a wig on, you'd think they put it on correctly, Nat. Well, Percy did put it on, and then it got. If you ever worn a wig, they do but move around. Many times I've worn a wig. You know I have. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, you have. Well, yours isn't always on correctly, is it? So I think some of these beings, they are amongst us for whatever reason. They're keeping their eye on us, for example. Like, we've got nuclear weapons, hydrogen bombs. We've got all kinds of horrible things, haven't we? So mm. there's a second part to this. We weren't home, obviously, and we were talking about it. We were talking about that more than the film. That, that stuck with me more than the film. I actually soon forgot about what the film was about. And all I can think about is that strange man. I wished I'd spoken to him and said, excuse me. Who are you? Where are you from? What, what did you say to those two guys? You know, how did yeah. you get rid of them? Because they were real aggressive. Mm. The next day, I was at home with my daughter, Becky, the same one that went to the cinema with me. And um, I was doing some cleaning. I thought, well, I'll start upstairs. I'll clean upstairs and then I'll, I'll do the bedroom first. I said to Becky, you wash up. And I happened to look out the window at the front of my house and there was a man, a young, youngish man, probably in his 20s, with a bright ginger wig another wig kind of, <laughs> yeah right okay bright bright red it was Gosh. like almost orangey red so it's done and he's got like normal clothes on but he's yeah. got like a red tabard and he's got a clipboard and a piece of paper but his skin was greeny translucent greeny blue translucent and it, it, you could sit, kind of see through it almost. And I stood in the window staring at him, and he was, like, looking up at me. And I was thinking, who is he? What's he doing? And I thought, it's another weird one. Why has he got a wig? Why has he got that red? He looks ridiculous. Any of your neighbours witnessed that, uh, Nat? They must have seen him, but I, I didn't talk to the neighbours about it because I just... Oh, I, I would have done. I'd have been knocking on the yeah, doors. But anyway... Later, I, I just put it to one side. I thought, mm. maybe he's, he's just got really weird hair. Maybe he looks a bit like the other guy. Maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe this, maybe that. Anyway, later on, I went downstairs. It must have been about an hour later. And he was still at the front of my house, just standing there writing stuff on this clipboard. And I said to Becky, oh, my God, that weird man is still out there. And she goes, what weird man? She said, she goes, oh, my he's so weird. I said, I'm like, who is he? <laughs> Anyway, I said, I want to talk to him. I said to him, I've got to ask. She goes, don't, mum, don't, don't, don't. She was really scared. Please let me say so you went I up thought, to oh, him. So I thought, oh, fair enough, fair enough, I'll just leave it. So oh. I carried on doing the housework because I'll have a day when I've got loads of energy and I just want to clean, clean, clean. Yeah. So I was emptying the bin, which was around the side of the house, about an hour later because I'd finished all my cleaning. Yeah. And he'd gone from the front of the house, and I thought maybe he was collecting for charity. But he wasn't. He didn't approach any of the houses. He didn't have any tin on him or anything to collect money. He just got a clipboard. And later on, I was putting the bin bags inside, and he was stood around the side of the house. It was like an alley. Was like an alleyway, yeah. kind of like. Um, and he was just stood with his clipboard, just stood there staring. He wasn't writing anything down this time. He was just stood staring. And I was like open mouth because I thought he's been out there for about two and a half hours, maybe. Not and doing a sur some sort of survey, is he on on houses? I doubt it because he didn't approach any of the houses from what I saw. And for the mo for about an hour, he was just stood out the front of my house, 
just writing on his clipboard. I mean, what is there to write about my, you know, son's clothes pasty short? What is so interesting about about that? <laughs> well, well, um, Natalie, you, you've written, what was it, five or six books? So maybe... Four. Oh, you, yeah, I should have written five. Oh, is it yeah, five or six? There's Josh again telling me the wrong information. Four books, Nat, you, you've written. Only four at the moment. Do you yeah, mean only four? Is it, it's four more than I've ever written. That's for sure. I know, but when I started writing in 96, I thought, I'm, I'm going to bash a book out every year, I'll get this done, I'll get that done. But kind of life gets in the way, health problems get in the yeah. way. and um, But I would like to write um, a book about all aspects of the paranormal, because I've mainly concentrated on ghosts and haunted. That's my kind of thing, really. But I would like to write about all the subjects we've talked about here, yeah. time slips. Actually... We will discuss time slips on next week's show. So that's the second part, time slips, that uh, Natalie has experienced. But for now, what do you make of that demo? Ginger aliens or just people in ginger wigs? Absolute, not the ginger wig thing, but aliens, red-haired aliens, mm. absolutely fascinating. These, these, right, let's go through the, the um, spectrum of thoughts that went through my head while I was listening to that. Fascinating story, by the way. Yeah. Well done, Natalie, and well done. Next for getting that interview, that's a fantastic one. Um, what, what, does, what does Natalie, what, what are Natalie's books? She writes about ghosts, am I right? Yes, yes. She is, well, Natalie is a, well, she was a paranormal investigator. Okay. Um, and, yeah, she, I, I, I met Natalie years ago. Years ago, and well, she oh, knows about you wearing and wigs, mate. She knows about you wearing wigs, so you know what I mean. That's how I met her. I don't want to know. <laughs> that's how I, I don't want her. to know what was going on, <laughs> where you were. Um, right, here's, here's my let's go to the skeptic side first. If I was a skeptic, yeah. and I'm listening to that right now, I would go, Well, Natalie has got a fantastic imagination. Because she writes these books and she's, she's um, I'm not saying she makes these up, I'm saying that she, she writes these books, she's, mm. she's fascinated by it, she's a very creative person obviously. Um, and there yeah. could be this kind of subconscious want for something to be real. And so, it, you know, it's, right, it's yeah. That, yeah, I'm just saying that's what, what some people, what pe some people listen to this. Yeah, of course they now. would, yeah. The flip, side is, the flip side is, and this is why I always say about these kind of stories, if someone's going to make something up, at what point do you go, right, and to make it sound realistic, I'm going to make the alien ginger. You just don't, do you? Yeah. So so when someone comes to well, me right. with a, t a tale of the paranormal or the weird or the bizarre or UFOs or anything, if there's normally a strange element to it that doesn't make any sense, I go, that actually sounds more believable. Because it's not, it's, you yeah. know, you, you've not, people know that if you're going to, you, everything's got to be structured. If you write scripts like I do for movies and that lot, if you write scripts, there's going to be a central person. There's got to be a central person in the story because you are following that person's story. Name me a film that isn't a central person somewhere that you're following their journey. Mm -hmm. You have to. Um, like, yeah. There's formulas that always work, you know, the horror stories where you've got the, the, the cool guy, you've got the, 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 the cool girl who, who the guy wants, but the girl doesn't want him. And then you've got the goofy bloke around and then got the the nerdy guy you know so there's like a formula that always works for them so someone's going to make a story up they normally because subconscious subconsciously we do this we try to pick those little bits and bobs up and go well this is what I, i've experienced this doesn't well, sound like anything Dana, i've ever heard yeah but you see i 
I'm I'm I know Natalie. I I've known her for years. You don't know her. No. So y- your opinion matters more than the mine for 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 the general listener of, of the show. Yes, yeah, because it does, yeah. you're not connected. You're no. not connected in any way at all. No. Whereas I've I've known Natalie. I've I've. I mean, in a moment, I'll tell you what happened when I was at Natalie's house. Um, absolutely unbelievable, unbelievable. Okay. But in terms of ginger aliens, again, I. I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's fascinating. It is absolutely fascinating. I, I also really like this, this, this. We we spoke <clears throat> about this earlier on when we talked about the aliens in Mexico. Um, I I believe that if aliens mm. are real, that they look like humans. There's no reason why you know. There's no reason why they wouldn't think about it. Why would they have to come down with like yeah. eight legs and the twenty foot tall or the reptilian? Why why do they have to be yeah. like that? Um, I think if anything. I don't know. There's more. There's, there's more. There's more chance that if there's something living out there in outer space that could visit us, they probably look like us or evolved versions of us. Um, and 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 not to say anything. I mean, look, g- gingers. I love gingers. Mm. I've got to say that when I was younger, I dated a girl once, and I can remember coming in. And uh, my auntie was around the house, and I said, uh, I'm seeing this girl. Oh, what she look like? I said, oh, she's got red hair. My auntie said, oh, you know what they say? Red hair, no knickers. I always remember that. <laughs> I always remember that. <laughs> and Because she was saying the what? dead fiery. Yeah, the dead fiery, apparently. Red hair, no knickers. That's what oh, she said. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, wow. But I'm not going to say whether she did or not, by the way. That's 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 nothing. Um, no, but, that's but, private. Yeah, that's it's right. very private. Um, but, no, I, 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 do you know what? I, I believe it. I believe that she saw something yeah. that, that wasn't of the norm. Let's say that. Well, I th- right, okay. It's hard for me, though, Damo, because if I've never met Natalie at all, mm-hmm. and I didn't know Natalie, yeah. then I don't know if I would believe her or I would... I don't know. I've got. I, I, I can't say. I can't say that. All right. I? All right. I can't let's, say that. Let's, let's look at the, the viewpoint, right? You've, the men in black which we've got to do one. Well, next week maybe we'll do some on Men in Black. Men in Black, how are they normally described? They're normally described as um, human-like. Funny you should say that, because second, the second part of Natalie's interview okay. touches on Men in Black. Wicked. Very fun. And you, have, you, have you? I don't no. know if you've listened to the second interview. No, I haven't. Because no. I, oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like the listeners, and I want to wait for it. That's the, that's wet my appetite for next <laughs> week. I do, yeah. and I want to do that. But men in black are normally described as um, human-like, but very awkward. Um, they, they normally don't have any kind of facial hair. They have no eyebrows and eyelashes. Sometimes they have just pure black eyes. That they seem to walk in unison. Um, they move in unison, so like the like the, the, the robots that move. Um, now, this yeah. idea that I know you said about the, the the wig being wrong. If something is not human, uh, or even if something is um, part human, part machine, or whatever, however it's created, why why would he have a, a conscious to go? Me wig's not on straight. They're gonna know. It just wouldn't worry. It'd be put the wig piece, no, put the hairpiece on, and that's it. Aliens. <laughs> yeah. I don't think aliens are vain. Yeah, and Ellie's not going to go. Oh, me set up a figures and straight. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, but you don't know, Damo. You don't know, mate. Get me a story about a vain alien, the... and then I'll believe you. But we haven't got one, so I believe Natalie's ginger alien with the slanted wig. Okay, that's the one I believe. All right, Natalie's right. Before right. we move on to 
Listen, before we move on to Stepani's supernatural quiz, uh-huh. um, I want to just share with you. Are oh, you stupid? Stupid, turn it off. Not yet. He's doing it again. I've you? got to tell you, you absolute sod. Um, <laughs> I was at, I was at, I visited Natalie's house, right? Yeah. And there's two, just briefly, there's two things that I want to mention before we move on to the uh, the quiz. Okay. <laughs> um, first of all, now, there was a, call it a spirit or alien or, or, or whatever you want. I don't know. I mean, we'll have to get Natalie back on and she can clarify this. And we were all sat in a lounge area and she, and I was very intrigued with, with, with her work and what she did and, and who she is, basically. And she basically said, right, okay, well, I will ask for Astaroth to come forward. I said, who's Astaroth? And she says he's like a being. I suppose like a guide type person, in a way. Okay. And I said, well, how, how, how does he present himself? And she said, the entire ceiling will turn blue. And we asked, we called out, it was nothing. And then all of a sudden, the entire ceiling flashed blue. <laughs> and it was, you know, corresponding to our questions. It was unbelievable, Damon. Now, I inspected the light. Obviously, I had my investigation eyes on. Yeah. Yeah. My, 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 my investigation hat on, so to speak. Um, I couldn't see anything that could make that so, light. So, so the, the ceiling turned blue and there was no um, source that you could see that, that was, was making I could, it I couldn't blue. see a source. I could not see a source that would make the lights, uh, not the lights, but the seat, the, the entire ceiling, Dame, we're talking here. The entire ceiling of a living room, blue, and it was not just blue. The, the way I could describe it was like a such a beautiful fluorescent blue, it was so vibrant. The color was, and it was gorgeous. And I, I actually, you know, when have you ever been in those moments where you just go tingly? Yes, you go tingly because you're thinking, it, "What on earth is yeah. going on here?" I, I had yeah. that moment. Now that beautiful. was a good moment. Natalie and I and some of the um, crew members, we, we, I think we was off filming somewhere. And we returned back to Natalie's house. And I'll never forget this. I went to the toilet. And her toilet back in, in, um, in Patterson was, she had a little, a little two, I think it was two or three bedroom house. And the bathroom and the toilet was, was upstairs. What I saw as I was going up the stairs, was a distorted, grey face. N- Horrible-looking thing, peering over the banister. Wow. And then gone, straight away. It, 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 it was there, Dave. It wasn't a figure of, of imagination. It was there. I couldn't believe it. But, having said that, these things... You know, they, they tend to follow you around if you're doing this sort of work. So, allegedly. I'm not going to say that's fact. That's allegedly. Comes with the territory, mate. Yeah, it does. Mm. It does. I mean, I think Natalie it w- would be a great person to get back on again. I, completely. And, um, because she has some 
I mean, she's got some awesome stories. Absolutely awesome stories. Yeah. That's wonderful. No, definitely. We'll, 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 let, let's put it to her. Now, yeah, yeah, if you're listening, will you come on again? Please. UndiscoveredPlanet at hotmail.com is our email address. It certainly is, mate. Oh, yeah. It certainly is. There we go. Nice one. Okay. So, I think now is the correct time. Yes, Josh? Ustapani's <laughs> Super Natural Quiz. Oh, my goodness me. Yes, it is. Here it is. Woo! It is the time of the show. Yay! Where we put time on the spot. Stefani's Supernatural Quiz this week is all about... Well, what's it all about normally, Damo? It's all about the paranormal, isn't it? Paranormal, yeah. weird, the bizarre. Yeah, love all that stuff. I love the sports. Now, of the very, show. very, very, very important now. Okay, you listen very carefully because last week and previous weeks, Damo, thanks to Josh, thanks to Emma, thanks to me, you've had multiple multiple choice answers. You've had a selection of possible answers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, for the next five questions, because that's all you got, you got five questions. Okay, I want you to nail the question in one. You've got no options. Oh, unbelievable. Sorry, it's the pressure of London. stupid, absolutely <laughs> farting and do it. when I'm on. It's the pressure of London. <laughs> Sorry. Right, uh, listen, look, if you get the correct answer, normally you'd hear this noise. There's no noise. <laughs> You stupid Josh. Normally you'll right, okay, so normally you'll hear this noise. Oh, correct answer. That's but forget one. that because um I'm gonna say a big shout out to Wayne who sent in a message and this is what he sent. Oh, it's a cheer. And I tell you what, it's a bloody might as well. Thank you, Wayne. <laughs> so that is your <laughs> that's your correct answer. Uh, okay? that's, if you if you get the correct answer, <laughs> can we ask? Can we ask the listeners if anyone's listening and you want to give us the right answer or the wrong answer, your inversions? We can use that. Absolutely, in the show. that'd be brilliant. That'd Absolutely. Be brilliant. Uh, you know what? What? A, what? What a wonderful idea! Yeah. Listen, email us undiscoveredplanet at hotmail.com. We're on Instagram yeah. at undiscoveredplanet podcast. Brilliant. We're on Twitter, undplanet. TikTok. Should should we stay on TikTok or should we go? You know, that's another one. <laughs> Does my head? Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. Right. Okay. So, Wayne, thank you very much for your message, and it's a cheer, mate, from me. And you'll hear Wayne's lovely, lovely little greeting if you get the correct answer. I if it is incorrect, you'll hear the normal one. <laughs> That's the wrong answer, Damo. Okay, are you ready? You have 15 seconds on the clock, Damo. Do we? Okay. Question number one. What is the term for the study of paranormal phenomenon, including ghosts, UFOs, and cryptids. 15 seconds on the clock, please. So what is the term for the study of paranormal phenomenon? Is it including... <laughs> including ghosts, UFOs, and cryptids? Okay. I'm going to go with 
parapsychology. Is that your final answer? It is. Oh, it said cheer. Cheers, and I tell you what, it's a bloody moi as well. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yeah. Yeah. Okie dokie. Moving on to question number two. Which famous haunted house in Amityville, New York, is said to have inspired a series of books and films? 15 seconds on the clock, please, Damo. Which famous house, which is haunted in Amityville, in New York, He's said to have inspired a series of books and films. <laughs> now, I'm going, I'm going to give you the house, and I'm going to give you what it's known as as well. I think you'll find it's it's the Amateurville house, um, but it was also the Lutz residence. Oh, it said cheer. And I tell you what, it's a bloody morning. Oh, well. yes. Woo! Well done, Damo. Two out of two so far. Will you make three? I hope so. There's only one way to find out. Let's do this. In paranormal investigations, what is an orb often believed to represent? In paranormal investigations, what is an orb often believed to represent? 15 seconds on the clock, please. We're talking orbs, Damo. What are orbs? Often believed to represent. I would say they are the manifestation of spirits. Oh, it's a cheer. <laughs> and I tell you what, it's a bloody oh, mind. Yes. Well. Three out of five so far. Moving on to question number four. Which paranormal phenomenon involves the sudden an unexplained disappearance of people, often in remote wilderness. Sorry, often in remote wilderness areas. Okay, I'm going to read that one more time, Damo. Which paranormal phenomenon involves the sudden and unexplained disappearance of people, often in remote wilderness areas? 15 seconds on the clock, please. <laughs> So we're looking at which paranormal phenomenon involves the sudden, unexplained disappearance of people, often in remote wilderness areas. Are we on about, and the, I know there's a number for this as well, but are we on about alien abductions and it's something like a 404 case or something like that? <gasps> Try again. One more time. It's Come the, on, the think court. about it, think about it, think about called. it, think they about are... it. It begins with a four. Is it 411 one, one case? Yeah! Oh, it's a cheer. <laughs> and I tell you what, it's a bloody morning as well. <laughs> well done. Oh, well done. The missing 411 phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. The missing 411 phenomenon. Wow. Well done, Damo. You see, I'll give you a little bit of extra hand there. I like it like this, mate. Without the, the, without yeah, this, thank you. Yeah, I like it like this. It's better like this. I like it. Okay. Well, let's see if you can get five out of five, Damo. Yeah. Let's do this. Okay. Okay. Question number five. What is the name of the alleged US government research program that investigated UFO sightings and encounters? 15 seconds on the clock, please. There's no 15 seconds. 
Hold on, please. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of the alleged U.S. government research program that investigated UFO sightings and encounters? It's the U.S. government research program, Damon. Okay, what's your answer? This is a stab because this could be completely wrong, but the only thing I can think of is Project Blue Book. Say that again. Project Blue Book. Oh, it's a cheer. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's a bloody mite as well. Well done, Damo. <laughs> five out of five. Yeah. On Stepani's Supernatural Chris. All right, guys, calm down. Okay. Calm down, John. Right. Right, Unbelievable. Wow. Oh. Wow. Wow. But you know what? I'm so impressed. Thank so you. freaking impressed. I like my well paranormal. Well done. I like my paranormal. Thank you. Oh, you're good. You're good. Can I, before we go, I know we're over an hour now. Yes, we are. We are. Um, question number four. Question yeah. number four. The missing 411 phenomenon is a series of unexplained and mysterious disappearances of people often under strange circumstances. Yeah. Okay. And question number five. Project Blue Book was a U.S. Air Force program that investigated reports of unidentified flying objects from the from 1952 all the way through to 1969. So there yeah. we go. But Damo, well done! Congratulations! Thank you, mate. Thank Absolutely, you. congratulations! Um, and thank you, dear listener, for for, for listening. It's, it's yeah. been an absolute pleasure. I've but, got to say, Damo, before I go, I've got I've got a couple of shout outs. Obviously, Wayne. Thank yep. you Cheers, very Wayne. much for your audio. You know, if you'd like to do what Wayne has done and, and been part of the show, then, you know, pop us a, pop us a voicemail. Pop us, a, pop us yeah. an audio note. It's not a problem. Um, and also to Sophie and Danny from Stevenage. Hello, we love Sundays because it's a new episode day. <laughs> we love Undiscovered Planet podcast, listening to all the strange things. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> Shut- Shall I, shall, I, shall I end with something then? So um, as we now sadly and reluctantly come into the end of this week's show once again, we'd like to thank all the people obviously who've uh, contributed, like you've just said, to the show. Um, obviously, once again, I to Amy and uh, can't wait to see you again next week uh, back on the show, helping us out. Um, but mainly Thanks, as well Emma. to you, our dear listeners because without you the show just wouldn't continue to grow again from strength to strength and we have we've we've now expanded there's quite a lot of people listening to us in the old us of a at the minute so we're thank you guys um all that we ask is please please if you enjoy listening to this this podcast then please just shed the word share the word with with, with tell a friend Tell a family, tell a stranger, tell a Sharing police officer. Sharing is caring. Yeah, pl- tell, tell a nurse, tell a butcher, tell a, a, a vet, tell, a, not Evet, our vet. Just tell everybody, tell anybody, stop somebody in the street. Excuse me, do you like the, the paranormal? Do you like the unusual? Yeah. Have I got news for you? I do it all the time. I tell people when we're out and people listen to it and they come back saying, really, really enjoy that. And we are growing and growing and growing. And we can only do that if you guys spread the word with this, so please do that. We get bigger and we'll get uh, uh, loads more stuff coming in and we're going to evolve with you all uh, and see if we can get you guys more connected with us because that's what we want really in it, don't we? We want the audience to connect with us. Absolutely. Yes, we do. I think, do, I should know this. Now, do we share all of our social links on the show notes? 
we don't. We don't. No, we don't share them at the minute. No. We should. Right. We should. We should do. And I'm. I'm uh, in the process of sending you all that information now, and we can get it do all that together. On uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Let me know when you get it, Damo. Let I, me know when you get it, man. I may see. I've sent it. Yeah, I may certainly will, mate. Sent it. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll do that. I'll uh, make sure that it does. It does get on. Oh, um, well, that's I. it then, guys. So once again, thank you so much for listening to us. Had a fantastic show. Really enjoyed that. Um, Nick, my good friend, my best friend out there in the world of podcasting. You are my best. Thank you, friend. Oh, really we're besties, mate. We're besties. Yeah, we yeah. are besties. Yes, we are. We're best friends. Yes, we are. We're best friends. Oh, mate, you're mental. Oh, bless you, mate. It's a cheer, mate. No, thank you very much. And good night. God bless. Well, whatever. You know what time? Because it could be morning when you listen to this. It could yes. be afternoon. Yes. It could be night time. For, for those at night, I'm going to say good night. It's a cheer, mate, from me. Night night. See you all next week, guys. Thank you once again. Until next week, have a good one. Undiscovered Planet Podcast, hosted by Davo Sims and Nick Stapani. Brought to you by Screaming Head Productions and SPN Media UK. Today's researcher, Emma Bodley, has meticulously delved into the depths of knowledge to bring you this captivating episode. Sponsored by Studio 2 in Northamptonshire and Paralysis Escape Rooms in Stoke-on-Trent.